and thank you so very much for tuning in to the Purpose Unstoppable podcast, where we're encouraging you to step out to fulfill the calling and purpose that God has placed upon your life with boldness. My name is Tiffany Hill, and today we are talking about how God is doing something new. He's doing something new in your life. He's doing something new in the earth, and I'm excited about it, and I hope you are as well. And so we're going to come from the book of Revelation, specifically chapter 8. And I believe this is more of a prophetic word because doing my study, God reveals so much to me. And so we're going to dive right into that after we go into prayer. Father God, we come before you, Lord, thanking you, Lord, for everything that you have done in our lives and everything that you are about to do in our lives. Lord, we honor you, we magnify you, we exalt you, Lord, because you are worthy of our praise. You are worthy of our worship. Lord, I ask that you cover your people on today, Father God. I ask that you protect them, Father God, from any hurt, harm, and danger, Father God. Even if attacks are scheduled to come upon them, we counsel that right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And we send it back to the pits of hell where it belongs. Lord, we ask that you bless their family, Lord. Cover their homes, Father God. We ask that you allow them to have a listening ear and a listening heart, Father God, to the message that you are sending forth to, to allow them to hear on today, Father God. Lord, that's for me, Father God. Allow your word, allow your message to come forth as I am decreased and you are increased, allowing you to speak through me, speaking to your people. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Sometimes when God is doing something new, we can think that it should look the way in which he has done something in the past, or maybe it should look the way in which it looks in someone else's life compared to your life and what he's going to do in your life. And so now what we have to do is fix our gaze upon what God is doing and not be in the past, but we have to look toward the new thing that God is doing. And we have to remember that God is sovereign. That means he can do whatever he wants to do because he is God. I was having a conversation with God and this is right on time because I was looking back in the past because now I'm on a journey of walking with God by faith. And when we are walking with God by faith, we're literally moving in the direction that God is telling us to go in moving with our feet not thinking about it not talking about it but actually having movement with our feet and so that's what i'm doing but sometimes my mind can go and refer back to the past i can think about well maybe should i go back or should i keep going or what things may look like then and what god was telling me with this is you can't look in the past because what he does is he doesn't work in the past he works in our future so everything that god is doing in our lives he moves in the direction of the future, going the opposite way of the past. So everything that God has for us is in our future. It's ahead of us, not behind us. So that chapter is closed. Whatever is behind us is done. But now that we're moving forward, we're moving on out of the past. God is saying, now look at me. Fix our gaze upon him. Know that he is doing a new thing in the earth and also in our lives. So as we get down in, in this particular chapter, chapter 8 of Revelations, I want to set up the context for you to let you know what's actually going on. So John, the Apostle John, who actually wrote the book of Revelations, is actually in a vision. He's given us a description, a vivid description of what he is seeing. So as John sees Jesus Christ opening up the seventh seal, the whole entire heavens is captivated with silence for a complete 30 minutes. Now the seven, the number seven represents a completion of a thing. So everything, anything that is complete, you know we have something new to take place after something is complete. And so this seal that Jesus Christ had to break open is a protective fencing that is that 
that covers or that is um, pressed upon a book or a scroll to allow you not to have access to it. And so if you, you're handling on, on a job or something, maybe you handle personnel files or vital records or sensitive information where this item or this document is sealed and no one has access to it but certain people, well, this particular book, this particular scroll that Jesus Christ has opened it up, no one has access to that information. That's private confidential information that only God knows about. And so now Jesus is unrevealing what is happening in the seventh seal and what God is now revealing to us about this new thing that he's going to do in the earth. John also says he sees that the there are seven angels standing before the presence of God. And as they're standing before the presence of God, they were given these seven trumpets. Now, we've seen throughout the Bible, there are many different types of angels. And they also, we see that God used messenger angels to speak to his people. So these particular angels that John seen was actually messenger angels. And I believe what they were doing was that they were preparing to send the sound of God's heart and the message to his people. And this is the message that God is saying to us. And it's between verses 3 and 5. And it says, another messenger angel, which is the eighth angel. Now, the number eight represents new beginnings. And we are embarking on something new. We are about to enter a new decade. And so I believe God has given us a specific time frame on when this new thing is about to take place. So he said that he sees now this eighth angel. This eighth angel appeared and stood at the altar which is a place of sacrifice with a golden censer, we'll call that a container, and was given incense to offer with the prayers of the saints at the golden altar, which was before the throne of God. And the smoke from the incense and prayers from the saints ascended before God out of the angel's hand. Then the angel filled the container with fire and cast it down to the earth. Now between verses 6 and 13, the trumpets began to sound one by one as the fire of God was being released. So what God is saying is this, the message that he's giving to the church is this. He is calling us to a place of prayer. He is calling us to a place of consecration. Now, when we consecrate ourselves, that means that we are pulling away from to cling to. Maybe we've allowed some things to interfere with our time with God. Or maybe some of us have never been in a place where we have that one-on-one time where we have pulled away from things, removed others from our lives, removed things from our lives, and just had that one-on-one time with God. So God is calling us to a place of consecration. He's calling us to a place of prayer. And he's not calling us to corporate prayer, which is great. It's awesome. But he's calling us to the secret place. And the secret place is this. We spend one-on-one time with God in a place of your own where you can be alone with God. Now, in this secret place, this is a place to be very transparent with God. God is looking for true worshipers who will worship him in spirit and in truth. And when we worship God in spirit and in truth, we give him everything that we have. We cry out to God. We can cry. We can be snotty nose. We can just talk to God and just be ourselves. The things that we have thought about, the things that we have done, the things that we want to do, our desires, everything. We just get that out and we just speak to God with our heart. God doesn't want us to be masked. He doesn't want us to wear a costume. He wants us to be real. He wants us to be real with him. and He wants us to pray just to spend time with him. He wants us to get in a place where he can talk to you. Because in this place, in his presence, that's where transformation happens. And change. Any change that's done in your own strength is temporary. It cannot last because you're not that strong and you were not intended to be apart from God. You were created for him. You were created to glorify him. 
So anything that anyone has created to glorify them, they know how it works. So God knows how you operate. He knows what you think. He knows what he created you to do. And so in this time with God, he's going to allow you or open up for you or reveal to you who you are, who he's called you to be. What are you supposed to be doing on earth? What is your purpose? What is your calling? What are you supposed to be doing now? And so we know what to do because in the secret place, that's where we find out all this information from. That's how we're able to hear clearly from God. That's how we're able to be able to know if we're going in the right direction or not. And so God wants us to cling to him. He wants us to draw to him, cling to him, and come in a place of prayer. Another thing in a place of um, solitude with God, being the place of prayer with God and in your secret place of God, it's a dwelling place of safety and protection. We want to be protected from anything that may come against us. We want to be protected, okay? So when we're in the secret place with God, he provides us with protection. That is listed in Psalms 91. That talks about that we, we dwell in the in the shadow of the Most High. We find rest. And if you can read on, it tells us that we are protected, that the angels, he sent his angels to protect us and allow our foot not to hit a stone. And so that's a place of protection that God is calling us to. Because our prayers are so very powerful. And what the angel is doing is taking our prayers from the sacrificial altar. And our, actually, our prayers are a sacrifice. When in the Old Testament, they would sacrifice animals. They would put the animals on a on an altar. And they would sacrifice the animals unto God. And when they placed these particular animals on the altar, they were dying. These animals were dying. So we have to now, we have to place our bodies as a living sacrifice on the altar. That means we have to die to ourselves. We have to die to who we are and be, and be who God called us to be. The, the goal is to be more like Jesus Christ. And so uh, it, being in prayer and worshiping God, that is a sacrifice. You have to sacrifice your time. You have to sacrifice your sleep sometimes just to be able to go into prayer and to spend that one-on-one -on -one time with God. So God is calling us to that place because what our prayers are doing, they're very powerful. Our prayers are so very powerful because as we're praying, it creates an aroma before the presence of God. And in response to your prayers, the fire of God is then released. And when the fire of God is released, that means that God can purify us. Purification is coming, church. He can clean us up. He can transform us in his presence. He can restore us he can break bondages he can break old habits old habits that we've been doing and you're trying to change it in your own strength you can't break the addiction you can't stop doing certain things well in the presence of god in the fiery presence of god when he sends his fire he's able to clean you up he's able to purify us that fire also brings judgment and when god judges he doesn't judge against us but he judges for us now the fire is cleansing. It's going to cleanse us and it's going to purify us. So I believe God is calling us to a place of consecration. He's calling us to a place of prayer in our secret places with him because he is going to release his fire as we have now shifted into our new season. I pray that this message was helpful to you on today. I'm excited for what God is doing. This is a time to get excited. This is a time to get excited because God wants to do an amazing work in your life. He wants to do an amazing thing in the earth. And it will take him, his presence actually doing it. So I'm grateful that he actually allowed me to even speak into your lives today. 
I look forward to hearing your testimonies. I look forward to, to continuing this journey with you. I want you to chase after God like never before. You know, I'm always praying for you. If no one's told you today, I'm telling you, I love you. But Jesus Christ loves you so much more. Go out and inspire the world around you to be purpose unstoppable.